Welcome to part two of the interview with Katie O'Farrell. Uh, yeah, the Irish injured jockeys and all of that support was there and they were amazing. And I decided, because I wasn't done yet, I wanted to come back, even yeah. though it was just a hideous journey that I ended up having to do. But I came over to Jackbury House up the north of England. Um, we don't have places like that in Ireland, which, you know, it's it's a bit backward, to be honest. But um, it's it was my brother, my eldest brother, James, lives up the north. So that was kind of the obvious choice to go up there. He's about an hour from there. And so that's, I spent five weeks there in total. First two and a half were just sort of learning how to walk again, I guess, putting, you know, piecing the small bits back together. And then I went home for a month to just continue to heal and then came back for another two and a half, three weeks where it was just fitness pre-racing, which was, you know, that was hideous. And when you say, <laughs> when you say you were there for five weeks, Katie, you stayed there and you were there in the gym every day and, and having people sort of supervising your physio, etc. Yeah, all day, every day we had a... Uh, program I guess you could say we yeah. we were in the gym uh, about we were in the gym twice a day I was in the pool once a day you had physio once if not twice um and then there was you know there was all the other there was a psychologist there was a nutritionist there was everything you need but I'd stayed there Monday to Friday and it was a very very consistent form of rehabilita- rehabilitation which I felt oddly privileged to be able to you know to use to yeah. use but you know the circumstances are not ideal and that you don't want to not. be there but that's actually where i met megan um for the first time uh, she was working megan nichols that is uh she was working up the north of england and she was coming in using the gym the mm. other day and that's kind of how you know where where i met her um but yes yeah, so that i came back from that and it was a long time again to sort of reestablish myself and it was i suppose towards the end of maybe that towards the end of the season when I came back I was a little bit at the end of my tether but I, I got a I got a ride in a big handicap a, a grade a handicap hurdle for William Mullins in Fairy House at the festival in April and I was after doing my bottom weight all out to ride this horse which was not overly um what would you say, um, regarded in the art. He was said to be lazy and, you know, not much interest. And I'm after, I'm after going all out now to ride this horse. One of nine or 10, I think he had in the race. And I'm thinking, my God, Willie, could you not just put me up on something with a bit more weight? And you've been dieting. But I did the weight. I rode the horse and I won. (sighs) And I actually won ride of the month for it. Low son. Low son, yeah. Who won um, the Cesaro? Went on and, and he was he was entered up in the sales and like he was literally he was going to the sales. He never really did much, but they were running him in this handicap hurdle. End of the season, like I said, they throw everything at us. They're fighting for the title, him and Gordon. And you know, it was kind of neck and neck at the time, and I still work for both of them now, bear in mind. And I beat one of Gordon's and <laughs> it was a yeah, it was a bit of a sting. I was like, Well, you should have had me riding for you. There then. you go. There you go. <laughs> So anyway, they obviously kept Low Sun and he went on and won the Cesaro. That's right, I was there. And I had actually another big, one of my biggest career winners on him in uh, Punchestown. Galway. Not did Galway you ride, Did you ride a winner on Punchestown? I rode him twice in Punchestown. Actually, yeah, I was fourth and fifth on him in, in two big handicaps again. But no, uh, the the winner, the big, the, the second big win I had on him was at Galway. This is a chapter all of its own in the book. Right, right. This is a real fairy tale. Call it the Rising Sun. <laughs> the Rising Sun. 
Well, actually, and actually, the second time I won I am. See, this is this is the the next kink in my story. Um, I was it was probably my best lead. Like Ruby said to me, you know, Ruby always said you have to have a good summer to have a good winter. And I'm, you know, I'm a conditional. I'm sort of struggling away, having the odd winner here. Um, then I had my big winner and actually on the same day I won the ladies national. So it was a bit of a red letter day for me. You know, I had a double, my first Incredible. double yeah. and, uh, and you're only just back from injury. Well, I was, I was back a while then, but it was, okay. it was, that was, uh, it, it took some time to get that momentum up, you sure. know, which was in itself a challenge, I mm, guess. Absolutely. Wondering if you'd ever get back on the stage properly. Um, but that was probably my best summer. I wrote out my seven pound claim. Um, writing for Willie again, actually, and um, Andrea and Graham Wiley. So all these cool colours to be writing in. <laughs> I'll say. So, yeah, that was great. Led into Galway. I was really looking forward to Galway. It was my first year not injured, maybe, or, you know, established enough to be yeah. expecting rides. And I got on low... Well, actually, no, I rode in the Galway hurdle and the Galway plate for Willie. And in the Galway hurdle, I had a bit of a collision with someone I'm not even sure who because it wasn't an intentional thing it was just race riding he his stirrup iron went into the bar that's in my leg and oh nasty so it broke anyway the bone behind the the bar broke <sighs> and I obviously I was in the race now it was very painful but I was in the middle of a race you just you carry on don't you oh are you still on the horse oh I'm on the horse in the middle of the race in the middle no, of the goal we heard you're kidding me yeah so I carry on and finish the race I limp in kind of sore don't think much of it um just very sore I'm gonna ice it and carry on and that was the Thursday the goal hurdle as I was on the Thursday and on Friday morning I was declared on low sun for the big handicap on the Saturday and like hell or high water, I was going to ride low sun, you know, mm, because at the end of the day, Ruby was riding, Paul was riding, they could have chosen to ride him, but I yeah. guess it was a, you know, I was really delighted that I got to keep the ride on him, and so, yeah, I, I actually rode out that morning and everything, I, I was down, I just Kidding had jobs yourself. to do, so yeah. I kept going, and I guess I, I spoke to the, the, the physio, and they thought, you know, it's just an inflamed ligament, this, that, and the other, so who would think you could break your leg from a, from you know, an impact from a, yeah. another stirrup iron, but anyway, the next day, um, I remember walking into the races on my phone, um, like so I could creep in, so I wouldn't be seen limping in, if that makes sense. So I was yeah. like on my phone as if I was doing something important, which I wasn't. I was just like creeping along, so you couldn't see me uh, limping or sore, or whatever. Went in the back way, and once I was in, I was in. I wasn't going to walk the track or of course do anything. Not, no. Um, I had one job to do, and that was to ride this horse. Yeah. And, um, it was the most perfect day and he won and uh, you did ride him i did ride him and he uh, won and, he and you won. had a broken leg and great scenes it was the feature race of the what day did you get her from <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make a great listen isn't it this is, <laughs> this is fantastic content <laughs> you couldn't make this up the three listeners that are listening are in for a treat <laughs> couldn't make this up i was literally uh, like i have nothing to say i don't <laughs> i don't care if you were into the hundreds we might be this, this is this is the first time that i've heard this story it, it's sort of you may I've have not heard, heard this bit. You've not heard this bit. <laughs> it doesn't no. get much better than this, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, one thing I think it is worth pointing out before we forget is that just to comment on the great work the Indie Jockeys Fund does, because Katie might not have been in that position if it wasn't for Jack Berry House yes. and Oaksy House in Lambourne, of course, and new Sir Peter O'Sullivan House. Mm. And everyone must go out and buy their Christmas cards and spend money with them because it's literally... Yeah, Harry is just getting... Of the tape. 
he's just showing me his 2020 Indus Jockeys Fund, lovely diary and a packet of Christmas cards. So I think, yeah, go out and buy them, support it because the sport needs you. Well said. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree more because when I won um, on Low Sun in Fairy House, I got nominated for the, the Ride of the Month and mm-hmm. I won it. And then you get a grant, don't you? To, to You get £1,000 or yours, I'm not sure, to put towards a charity or fund of your choice. Yeah. And I, I split it between, you know, 500 for the English um, Indian jockeys and 500 for, for the, the Irish, Irish. Because I know I was an Irish jockey, but I, I, I was completely rehabilitated by English yeah, you know, sure. facilities and I cannot articulate how grateful I was for that Absolutely. and so yeah that's that's what I did and I was like really glad to be able to have the chance to give something back yeah. I guess um but yeah so, so, so we just won on low sun with a broken leg so yeah we won on low sun with a broken leg and my initial thought will Ryan you look compelled <laughs> I am I'm fascinated <laughs> I guess okay but it wasn't my first thought obviously it was just like unbelievable brilliant my dad when I was much younger won the Galway hurdle with a horse called Perugino Diamond and I was only eight years old I think this was just so exciting and so big so Galway's always been sort of special place for me just from that and so to have a big winner in Galway was was huge and uh, I reckon I I kind of decided then oh well I couldn't have done that with a broken leg so carry on you know um, so and actually, so declaration <laughs> jump jockeys, <laughs> just mad, aren't they? Oh, no, shame. Declarations mad. went through obviously on Friday for Saturday and Sunday, so I had two rides on Sunday, and I was obviously going to go and do that. We went out for dinner that night, but I went home early to ice my leg, as you do. I came to the races the next day, rode the two. I was declared the next morning for four in Cork the next day. And like, this is, this is the first time now I'm going to the races for, with you a know, book of rides, book of rides. Yeah. plenty, you know, this is the sign that I'm really going yeah. in the this right direction. This is all direction. you've ever worked towards. Exactly. Literally all I've ever worked towards could not be happier in complete denial that I couldn't walk. Um, <laughs> but I could write, um, Clearly. but it just it's it's not a good look is it limping out to your owners or trainers no, no, and, and so anyway I, I think so that was monday i'm not sure i think there was no racing tuesday or wednesday i had a, a, a ride on thursday in sligo and i just i went to sligo i remember going to the start and it was almost like something shifted in my leg it was the most painful feeling and i remember thinking god i don't i was no i was cantering down to the start i remember thinking i actually don't know if i can do this i like i don't know if i can ride this race but no. i I did. I I did. I finished third, and I remember going home and like in the pitch black of night, standing in the sea because I had some nice rides for Saturday, and I was <laughs> now I was doing this every day, <laughs> and I remember. Uh, yeah, I just had to like I, I on Saturday. I think it was Saturday morning. I had just had to call it. Like I was after seeing the doctor in Sligo on the Thursday, and he said, "Yeah, look, it's just very inflamed. It's this, that, and the other." But obviously, he couldn't couldn't tell either no, really without an x-ray and i was riding away so these people are thinking she couldn't be broken if she's you know yeah, if, yeah three if, or four rides yeah a day exactly day, yeah. so which I is carried reasonable. on uh, i had to i was jocked up on a couple of horses for kilbegan but i had to ring my agent to say look i can't do this i have to go to the 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 hospital and get just 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 to prove that i'm not broken mm. this is still my mindset you know i'm just very sore so anyway i went to the hospital got my x-ray and this um doctor who you know wasn't overly um interested on the day i suppose just nonchalantly told me oh yeah it's broken like <laughs> i was like sorry 
I, he had absolutely no idea what this meant to me. Like no, where it was I the was, end of the world. Where I was after getting myself to, what it meant. And he just told me like as if, sure, she'd probably be delighted. She's a bit of an Plain. easy time yeah. ahead, you know. In- <laughs> but literally that broke, that broke my spirit. I could not believe I was here again. No, so, you know, I, not even, so I hadn't hard. even, I hadn't even done, got 12 months out of it before I was gone again with the same injury. So mm. I felt like, now it wasn't the same. I'd broken it in a different place, but because it was an, in an area of an old injury with scar tissue, it was very slow to heal. So five months it took before I was back five again. Five months, wow. Um, and I, yeah, it just, it was, that was very difficult because I was like, oh, I can't do this again. Like, because it took so much to get to where I was. But I guess uh, I had, I did it anyway. I got got through it and came back and, and it, it was a very slow process to the point where I started thinking, I just don't know if it's worth my while anymore. Um. And I continued to have, you know, the odd winner here and the odd winner there. How long ago was this, Katie? Um, it was last year. So I, um, oh, so what are we in? Pretty recently. I, I, I need was, more wine. Run out. So October. It was October Harrowing when story. I was end of October around the around the end of October that I had my first ride back, which was mm-hmm. a winner, which Very was brilliant. And then, yeah, just carried on from there. And I guess I I knew from previous experience that it was going to take time, but you'd like to think that, you know, your foundation would bring you some bit of the way. And it just, it was, it was relentless and so difficult. And in Ireland, there's just so many of us and only one meeting a day and very, very, very competitive. Absolutely. You know? so, Loads of runners. Yeah, exactly. And and I never, I didn't have my low son. I didn't have no, my horse no. this year. And, and um, although I felt like I was riding well um, and, and, you know, doing a good job at the beginning of the summer, I had planted the seed in my own head that, you know, will I, would there be opportunity somewhere else? It wasn't about, I want to move to England. I want to work for a public okay. I want, it wasn't anything specific. It was just, maybe if I just plant the seed of thought, something might come from it. And that was at the beginning of the summer. And um, slowly but surely, just through, I kept it very, very close to my chest. You know, I spoke to um, my brother, uh, Paddy Mullins and Ruby Walsh and just asked their opinion about I, what they I, thought of I'd say they could between them give you some pretty good advice yeah exactly and these are three people who I you know I trust they've always been supporters of me and, and you know watch you know see how I write they know me and they know how I write they know what I'm capable of mm-hmm. and they're 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 people who would say look you're not really cut out for it and I would want them to yeah sure um to be honest, for a long time, I was really hoping somebody would just come to me and say, listen, <laughs> this is not for you. You're not, you know, you're just not good enough. Yeah, you're and 25, you're half, your best days are behind you. You're half, you're half hoping somebody just will take you out of your misery. But everyone was like, you know, I, I, there was another man I worked with in Ballydoyle. And, you know, I remember him calling me one day and he, he follows my, just my writing and, and how I get on. And he just said, look, you're probably, you know, having a tough time. But he said, if, if you think you can't do it anymore, just, just keep doing it for us you mightn't be able to do it yourself anymore but but keep doing it for us and That's I thought that was really say. nice and it, it did pull me out of you know a hole a bit and but as the summer went on I, I guess all of those people you know those three people I mentioned Ruby Paddy and, and Connor they they were supportive of the idea they mm-hmm. thought it was a good idea they thought I was good enough for it and that there would be you know there was there was a chance that I'd find more opportunity there and that led to sort of trying to establish whereabouts the opportunity might be and I didn't think um, I didn't think of anywhere in particular. Actually, I didn't think of Paul's at all because you you automatically assume well the best place is sewn up. You know the, the champion trainer has all, all everyone he needs and um, and actually last season you were short of lads. 
Hmm? When I say lads, I mean lads and girls, I just like to point out. Um, you were short of good, good ta- talent to school, Harry, weren't you? There, there weren't many claimers with you at all. No, no, but we're, um, we're very grateful to have Katie. Absolutely right. What a story that is, right? I, I can't get over it. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's quite dramatic, isn't it? So you, you've been here six weeks, Katie. What, six we, weeks, what yeah. were you doing leading up this, this year? Describe this year briefly. Briefly, um, you've had you have no injuries this year. No injuries, touch wood. Yeah, um, I have had a good run, and I guess I, I felt like I was, you know, I was riding well and never as as confident in my own ability. Yet getting nowhere for it really, and that's why I just started thinking outside the box, looking outside the box, and and this opportunity presented itself. And like I, Paul was very straight with me. Just said, you know, what do you want? And mm-hmm. I just said, well. I had nothing to lose by just saying what I want. And uh, I just said, all I want is opportunity. And if that's not here, that's okay. So I look somewhere else. Yeah, I'll go somewhere else or, you know, or I'll stay where I am. It wasn't beyond my, you know, I, I was thinking I'll stay in Ireland if nothing comes about. But, but yeah. this did come about. And he said he actually put an advert on Twitter, which I'm not on, um, for a claimer and that nobody responded to it. So, um, yeah, like I say, just a couple of doors opened and opportunities presented Brilliant. itself and it worked out and been here almost six weeks now and I love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she's clearly got experience at the highest level. And is more... Time, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> she's more than capable by the sound of it, Harry. So I look forward to Katie getting more chances. Trainers out there. Trainers out there. If you're listening... Use Katie. Use Katie. <laughs> she's got a great story as well. <laughs> so, I do more than tell stories, okay? I okay. do more than tell stories. So she rides a very, very good horse every day. Base. Watch the space. Okay. What do you claim again? What do you claim, Katie? Claim five. So okay. I've, I've ten winners left on my five, and I'm hoping to spend them wisely. Very good. Um, if, I could, if I could give them all to Paul, that would be great. Fantastic. Make them count. And we hope you will. Yeah, roll into yeah, my we, dream we battling. Hope, we, hope, we hope you will. Yeah. Well, thank you for being an amazing guest. That's a brilliant story. And to be honest, I'm going to cut us talking out from the start and we're just going to play that. <laughs> okay. Just call it the Katie podcast. Absolutely yeah, no, no, right. Because I yapped on for so long. Look at that. It's terrible. <laughs> you're more interesting than we are. Much. <laughs> However, the, the second most interesting person yeah. has just entered the room. Yeah. It's Jeff. Jeff, I think it's time. So I, I, I got a big week this week. But Jeff, you've you're going to have to come over because <laughs> yeah. otherwise we won't be able to hear you. Okay. We're, we're just swapping For the over. better of the tape, Katie. Well, thank you very much. Leaving the studio, Katie. Katie, thank it's you. been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank There's you. no problem, Katie. That's it. It, it's a shame. Well, do you know what? It's probably not a shame for you that it's not video or TV because we're better on the radio, frankly. Yeah, we both have faces for the radio. Um, but <laughs> I think... Whilst Katie's got a face for television. I think if you could have seen our faces during that, you'd, you'd have noticed that it was pretty jaw-dropping stuff. Father, come closer to the microphone, please. Jeff, the stage is yours. Stage is mine. We're, Katie has spoken fascinatingly for a little while, so I think we need to keep we, it up. We spoke very, very moderately for about three minutes to start with, and, and the rest been a compelling story. I, I oh, think really? I can edit it to less than three minutes, to be honest. Um, what so you two? Well, I think the, I, I think early on was good content, right? Okay. Great blabble. Jeff, off you go. Right, I, I'll, I'll whistle through my sports update. Sports update. Um, I'm going to start with something unusual. Okay. A um, bit of motorsport. Okay. Ooh. That you guys will know absolutely nothing about. Nothing. And I don't know quite so much these days, but a guy called Johnny Johnny Ray from where Katie comes from, 
um, has just won his fifth World Superbike title. Now, the interesting reason for me bringing this up is, guess what he hasn't got? A racehorse? No. A driving license? <laughs> a motorcycle driving license. You're joking. <laughs> is that sharp? That is actually true. That's crazy. Um, I met Johnny some years back when he came to uh, something that we were sponsoring, and I saw his face as it was mentioned that he was going to be going on the road on a motorcycle. And his face dropped like a stone. I'm thinking, hmm, this is quite interesting. Anyway, he said briefly to Frank, he said, I won't be able to do that bit. <laughs> and Frank said, Johnny, you're our star. <laughs> I haven't got a motorcycle license. That is a problem. Anyway, That's very funny. Five it? world titles later. Amazing. And 17 wins this season, Johnny Ray. Good on him. See, this is the content we're here for. Just the completely left field sporting. Exactly. Jeff yeah. can find them. Sports news. Yeah. Um, Lewis has won the title for the sixth time, and I'm hoping that we might get an invite, the three of us, to go to Brazil and just celebrate with him. I'm not holding out too no, much home, but I'm not so sure. Yeah, we've about given that, him a mention a couple but of times. But to be honest, you do get everywhere. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised in the insurance world you can't wangle a ticket. Well, frankly, it would I, be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would be nice. It, it would be the greatest shock of the night given what we've just heard from Katie, if he didn't get a ticket. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair comment. Have Compelling story, Dad. Worth a listen. Well, I'm going to be listening. And, you must. Whilst, whilst we're on the subject of listeners, I was at Wing Canton on mm. Saturday. I think, I, think, I think we've covered it. To find... Oh, have you? Oh. No. Charlie and Henry. Yeah, to find out there are more listeners. It's fantastic, isn't it? Anyway. Annoyingly, um, they enjoyed Jeff's bit of the pod. Well, he's a star. I, I said, I pleaded with Charlie not to tell Dad. <laughs> Many people only listen for Jack. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's what Charlie and what Henry the, said, which was a complete three, disaster. Anyway, onward. I know we've got to go quickly this evening. Um, football. Do you know what England do this week? Absolutely Play Montenegro. No they do. Any significance? Yes. It's their something match. One thousandth game since the first match in 1872. Goodness. Interesting facts. Good luck, chaps. Absolutely. Um, Good luck to them. Good luck, Raheem. Oh, (laughs) whoops. Um, That's a good point to bring Liverpool nine points clear. It's incredible, isn't it? Everybody thinks it's over. What a lot of nonsense. What do you think? We believe in Jürgen, though, don't we? We We do believe believe in in Jürgen. They're having a great time. Hey, it's a long, long road. Jeff, two words. Leicester City. Leicester City. Going like a train. Mm. Long, long way from finished. No, well, I hope Liverpool um, do it. It'd be tremendous, wouldn't it? Just as, just another little shout out from one of our listeners, Mr. Adrian Brown, who apparently told me he laughed openly on, his, on going up the second, on the motorway. His second shout out. Second day. Oh, second pod, shout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was mentioning earlier that he still can't beat me on the same course. <laughs> 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 this, this time over fourteen holes. Yeah. He's still yeah, he's upset about great that. shame for him. Um, but his his team uh, moved into the top six again. City. City. Um, great a great goal in a pretty grim game that I watched on on Sunday. But Josh Brownhill, good good one. You boys must have covered the cricket. No, haven't touched we cricket. We haven't touched no, cricket haven't touched yet. Oh my what word! Another super over against New Zealand. <laughs> you like you up, couldn't you? write it. You, you can't could make not it. write it. Thankfully, we won. Yeah. So Chris Jordan apparently this time has pulled the. Yeah. And and Milan stepped up. A few yeah. of the old pros stepped up, and I think yeah. the youngsters sort of did well enough. To... The iron came out of the fire with um, twelve from the last three balls from Chris Jordan. Yeah, you must good. be really happy to see Tom Banton from Somerset 
Get do you know? Games. And uh, people have been quite nice about him. I think he scored thirty-one in one mm. one match, and sort of in the first over, started taking them down. Yeah, which is good. He's an outstanding talent. Twenty. Twenty-one. So twenty. He was twenty-one on Monday. Frightening. Mm, frightening. Mm. He's an awesome talent. Yeah. Yes. So long may that continue. Um, Lewis didn't really get a game. Lewis Gregory. That's a shame. He sort of didn't. I think he hit a few in one game, but. Uh, Black batting seven, he didn't get much of a look in either batting or bowling, so hopefully he'll get another chance because, again, we we adore him in Somerset, so hopefully he gets another game. Okay. To nick another series, though, <laughs> against New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, New Three Zealand two. must really hate us, can't oh. they, with the cricket? And they the must rugby. do. We've got yeah. a two-match test series coming up. Yes. Yeah. And Proper, I was looking yeah. at the prices today. Seven to four, England to win the series. Seven to four, New Zealand, and I think 15 to eight, the draw or something like that. So it's all pretty much even Stevens, but I think England are, with Chris Silverwood in charge, that the fact they're going to play Sibley, possibly Zach Crawley, they're looking more to play the long game, and I, I I could see them winning the Test series as well. Well, let's hope so. Um, whilst on cricket as well, um, bit of a plug for our two followers, uh, Messrs Overton and Overton. Absolutely. Who've just become ambassadors for Wincanton. Have they really? No, nothing oh. to do with me, of course. Or Fantastic. Harry, but it does help that they're extremely strong racing fans. Yeah, So brilliant. I thought it would be a nice link up to um, to bring them on board. Fantastic. Oh, well done, Jeff. Um, and it's been, it's been accepted by committee. Well done. Uh, ding, 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 ding. You, you won't remember that. Um, so, um, <laughs> Will Tappers and Shunters Club uh, have approved. Um, no idea what he's talking no, about. No idea at all. Um, rugby. Yeah. Are we going to I hope we're going to talk about my golf and mates try because I've seen this on social media Will Chudley. Absolutely. I saw it as well. What it was quite something, try. wasn't it? It was quite something. Oh my lord. Well, I I even tweeted a little um far too much pace or something like that. I said from Will who's uh I don't know he's been on the podcast yet. Not been on the pod. Should be. Maybe it's a thing or something. Maybe stage. it's yeah, a thing. That would be cool. Yes. So what a shock. So the bottom club Bath play Northampton Saints the top club mm -hmm. and win very good so, but Will's try if you haven't seen it on, it was pretty awesome oh absolutely tremendous yeah. and um, he scampered through that gap at the end like a rat up a drain pipe. he, he was fantastic yeah um, also whilst on the on the subject as a, as a Bristol boy uh, is the, the club that I'd watch most rugby at um, top of the table Bristol Bears oh really well done Jeff. absolutely um Having beaten Exeter, no, I watched. I watched the first half, and uh, essentially, Exeter were a very comfortable seventeen points in front. And I left the TV to turn over to watch the football, thinking that could very well be thirty-seven by the time they get to the end. And the score was twenty points to Bristol, seventeen. <sighs> to Exeter fantastic who failed to score in the second half there amazing you go. it's a funny old game isn't it funny old game saying. funny old game funny old game saying. Um, just have to touch briefly on last weekend when I was in uh, Belfast um, little visit there we'll call it another jolly right about the size of it okay um, yeah extremely well looked after by the by the folks over there but unfortunately on Saturday morning surrounded by Welsh and Irish Unfortunately, England 
never turned up for the rugby, did they? Not particularly. Great sadly. shame, no, actually. Yeah. No, they didn't great at all. Shame. I listened to it on the way to Ascot. Great shame. Um, it I was mean, a bit of a none of that. I've never us, ever it? seen it my granddad so upset in my entire life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Having, having scaled the heights the week before against New Zealand and looked almost unbeatable for yeah. me. Yeah. That was their final, though, Jeff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think, think I think you're right. I think you're right. Which yeah, is a real shame. Sad thing to say. And obviously, um, your man, whose name we're going to come out with, getting injured in the first three minutes didn't help. Carl Sinclair. Carl Sinclair. Sinclair that's no, it. I, yeah. I don't think that helped. Um, we saw Eddie on TV this evening, and and you know. At least Eddie's staying, though. That's good news, isn't it? Oh, I didn't know that. I think he's staying. It, it, yeah, he's going to stay. So. Well, I yeah. hope so. Cause that's great I, news, isn't I think it? he's. Yeah, I think he's a top coach. Absolutely. And, and, um, uh, nicely. Very, very young side. Mm. So, so you'd hope that they go on and do. Yeah, and also, we must, we must, I suppose, say that well done to get for the final. Because I mean, that was oh. a pretty great achievement oh, yeah. itself, isn't a- it? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, just, just to not turn up a bit. Yeah. In the, I mean, I think if we'd have paid half as well as we did in the in the the week before. I always think there's nothing worse than watching any game that's where your team's never in the hunt. Yeah. They, you love a game if it's 50-50 and you just lose out in the last get touched off the yeah. last over the last five minutes this yeah. that and the other but when you're never in the hunt from start to finish it's always a very disappointing yeah. 80 minutes in rugby yeah. or especially when you're you know having a couple of Guinnesses amongst the Irish yes. and the Welsh it, and it's a, it, it's not easy character building Jeff. <laughs> character building <laughs> so um but we were the following day um at Dan royal for to see paul's couple of horses run there uh to great credit both of them i thought clan yeah. and um secret um was you know pretty impressive performance by the pair of them um great crowd over there it is a, it is a different place to watch racing is it really sure. yeah lines of bookmakers and then on the last bookmaker, a huge crowd because that's the away racing. I really one one away bookmaker. <laughs> one away bookmaker making a fortune. Surrounded by people really, making with, a fortune with a sort of uh, television in a tin. <laughs> <laughs> so so you you know everybody can see it get a bit of bit of darkness around it. Yeah. Um, and everybody's getting their bets on and hooting and howling at. Where was on the same day? Ascot and Weatherby. Ascot and Weatherby. So, you know, they were almost following through with races at Down Royal, Ascot, Weatherby. There was something for them to howl at the whole time. Um, So if you've never been, well worth a visit. Um, And I I guess we've been a very long time tonight. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll cut it short. And that's my lot for tonight. Sports sports corner is always a fun part of the pod, though, right? It's my favourite part. Yeah, Jeff is just a great guy. A so, great Jeff, man. thanks very much for, for absolute that pleasure tonight. Don't forget, Johnny Ray. Johnny Ray, yeah, no absolutely. license, no license. No, that's <laughs> quite fun. <laughs> and they're still the only man to come onto the Jumping Conclusions podcast with notes. Notes, yes, well done, notes. that's right. Yeah, well, absolutely. when you come to age, you know, whatever it is. Um, 105 you, you, you is need, it not? you need a little reminder well Jeff here you've and done there. as normal tremendously well there. yeah um, thank you this must be your longest podcast ever I would think that's quite likely <laughs> yeah. that doesn't mean to say it's not the best no no absolutely it could well be it could but, well and, be and this may put more potential. people to sleep 
Well, there you had go. that potential. There you go. Helping insomniacs around the world. Absolutely. Jumping to conclusions. Indeed. We did try to appeal to the French earlier, didn't you? Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. On that note, it's time to say au revoir. Oh, oh. One, one second, Harry. Oh. oh. One oh. second, because you haven't You've given... any other business? You haven't given... Oh, no. ...your tip. Is he still in front? time. Well... Clander's over, finished second. Clander was second. Ooh. Ran so very well, of two course. winners in a second. Correct. Have you got anything coming up for the listeners? This this weekend we have three days of Cheltenham. We do. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We have Fontwell on Sunday, your favourite. My favourite. So, what are we thinking? Mm. I wonder why he'd had a haircut. Mm. Well, he's t- it's when we started, he said, I've got to go and get one. I'm letting the side down. Right, it's a difficult one this week because Cheltenham is very competitive. However... I am going to Fontwell on Sunday for my tip. Okay. It is going to be Captain Catterstock. In the Southern in National. In the Southern National. With Lorcan and his old friends. I believe, and I'm not sure who's riding him yet. Okay. I believe in Captain Catterstock. His run at Wincanton the other day was fine. He will yep. improve for that. He has one round Fontwell before. I think he's in good form. Come on, the captain. Go on, captain. Go on, captain. And that's, of course, in Peter Hart's colours. Peter Hart's colours, which sadly. would be absolutely wonderful if he yeah. if he won that. So, um, Captain Catastock for me. Very good. Well, there you go. Everyone get on Captain Catastock. We hope he can help maintain Harry's excellent record. Any other business, Ryan? I don't think so. I think we've said quite enough. Yes. So I think we'll see you in a fortnight, folks. Best of luck this weekend. It's goodbye for me and goodbye from him. Goodbye. <laughs>